Hey, Paul. Welcome in. Hey, Mason. Lowry. What's up? And Elvis. Okay, I got my character. I am super excited for this campaign. You're excited for every campaign. Oh, Mason, what are these? The enthusiasm is good, by the way. Those are hotel snacks. There's price tags on these candies. Why is there shampoo mixed in with this? That is not shampoo. Are you charging for this? Do we have to pay you? Uh, no, I just put the, like, look. Oh, it's, this it's, is whiskey. I just thought it would be more authentic with the price tags on it. It says, like, 70 bucks. I do not expect you to pay that. Okay, good, because I was going to steal some on principle. Mason, is this whiskey okay? It's in a shampoo bottle. Yeah, it's fine. I washed the bottle. Look, I wanted to do a mini bar thing, but it was hard for me to get tiny bottles, so I just got travel packs, and, and there you go. Oh, here, give me one of those. Yeah. I like the novelty, but why a mini bar? The whole game's going to take place in a hotel. Okay, everybody have a seat. Let's get started. We don't usually do shots. This is going to be a rough night. It's cut pretty heavily with soda. You'll be fine. Uh, Can I get mine straight up? No. You guys are dangerous enough to the world without being impaired. Okay, so here's the premise. You live in a world of demigods. Gods deride their power from worship and belief, and they like to impart that power onto one mortal. That mortal is that god's champion, and it's up to you to represent their values and to promote that god on Earth. There's a few major gods and lots of tiny insignificant champions. You guys are some of those tiny insignificant champions who normally would have no hope of getting noticed and have powers so minor they're barely even perceptible. But all of that changes today because the champion of charities is deciding to hold a charity event, which is also a reality TV show where you compete with other champions to prove that your god is better than everyone realizes. Knowing this is your shot at fame and power, you all find yourselves in the hotel lobby of the pristine sandal. You filled out your applications, and one by one, you're being called into a private booth to explain who you are, what you represent, and why you deserve to compete. Paul, you're up first. You walk into the booth and sit down and find yourself sitting before Chrysanthemum, the champion of charity, and also a couple of her aides. They're looking over the forms that you submitted, and they say, Paul, it says here that you're the champion of slightly melted Tupperware containers? That's right, ma'am. I see, and tell me about yourself. Well, I'm the champion of slightly melted Tupperware containers. My name is Paul. Uh-huh. And what do you do around the city, Paul? Oh, well, one of the things I like to do is go jogging. Uh-huh. See, I got a lot of free time to kill, so sometimes I jog up and down the streets. And when it's too hot out for that, there's an air-conditioned pedestrian walkway in the city center. And I just run up and down that pretty much all day. Okay. And when I'm not doing that, I'm lifting rocks above my head and doing squats and other things. You know, just trying to stay fit. Okay. And what do you do for a living? Nothing. I'm homeless. Oh. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah, I'm pretty poor. That's why I'm homeless. Is that difficult for you? No, being homeless is pretty easy. You just don't live in a house. I mean, do you find it challenging to get by? Well, in those events, I like to use the pedestrian walkway because I can go right over traffic. I mean, how are you surviving, Mr. Paul? Oh, well, people throw away perfectly good food all the time. And I have the ability to microwave that food if I'm holding it in my hands. So I just warm it up and uh, good to go. That's how I'll get my proteins and my vitamins and everything else. People throw away perfectly good food all the time. Okay, fascinating. Yep, and in the winter, I can create my own field of heat so I don't freeze to death. Okay, would you say that you're happy, homeless, or... Well, I like to think I'm a pretty happy guy in general. Although the human condition is to always strive for something better than what you got right now. And that's why I'm here. Okay, okay. She looks at the aides. That is extremely workable, I think so. The aides nod in agreement. Okay, one final thing. Can you show us a demonstration of your powers? Sure. Can I borrow your pen? She hands you the pen. She goes, I did not think about this. We're probably going to run out of pens if we let people demonstrate on them all the time. Oh, I see your concern. But don't worry, I'm not going to demonstrate all the time, just the once. I concentrate, heat the pen up, and then melt it a little bit. 
There you go. Slightly melted plastic. You're welcome. All right, I think that's perfect. Here's your hotel key. What? Oh, no, this ain't my hotel key. Yes, it is. This goes to your room. It's not my room. It's the hotel's room. Mr. Paul, we are providing you a hotel room for the duration of the challenge. Oh, okay. All right, but I can't afford to stay at a hotel, so I'm going to have to politely decline. The expenses have been covered, Mr. Paul. You're fine. Well, I can't afford to pay you back, though. That's okay. You don't have to. I would feel rude if I didn't. I insist you keep this hotel key. Mr. Paul, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but I need you to accept this hotel key. We are giving everyone a free hotel room, okay? Okay. They will be filming you throughout the event, even during your downtime. Was all that in the paperwork? Yes, it was. So if you all stay in your hotel rooms, it'll be much easier for the film crews to find you. Oh, okay. All right, great. So here's your hotel key. Thank you. Are they going to be filming me all the time? Because I'm going to take a shower. They won't film you in the shower. One of her aides leans in. Unless you do something particularly funny in the shower, so just don't do anything funny in the shower. Oh, God, this is already challenging. All right. Next up, Lowry. I'm here. Okay, Mr. Lowry. It says it looks like you're the champion of smudged windows. Got a lot of those in the city? Yeah. Okay, tell me about yourself. I'm Lowry. I'm the champion of smudged windows. And what do you do around the city, Mr. Lowry? Smudge windows. Okay, could you elaborate? How do you smudge the windows? I hold up a spray bottle and a rag. Well, I'll walk up to you, oftentimes cars, and then I'll spray the window, and then I wipe it down, and it gets more smudged. Okay, do you have a home? Do you live in the city? Technically, I have what's called squatter's rights. Okay, so you're homeless. Not until they evict me. All right, and would you describe yourself as an optimistic kind of person? No. The world is out to get me. Okay, go into detail on that. Tell me about that. No one likes what I do. I provide a service. I make windows just smudgy enough that you can see through them, but not really. Do they pay me? No. They bilk me for my free labor, and they they say rude things, and they drive off. Okay. One of the aides leans over. They whisper a little bit. We might be able to make this work. Can you demonstrate your power? Okay, first I'm going to need a pen. Yep, definitely going to run out of pens. Can I get one of you? Can you go get a box of pens? One of the aides gets up and leaves. I pocket the pen. Okay, I'm waiting for you to demonstrate your power. Oh, yeah. I spray the desk, and then I start to wipe it down. After like a minute of wiping, you can actually see through the desk, but only just kinda. It's really smudged up. I can turn any surface into a smudged up window. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that'll be five bucks. Oh, uh, I don't have cash on me. That's what they all say. But I do have a hotel key for you. Here, you'll be joining another man named Paul. I believe he said that he was going to take a shower, but feel free to introduce yourselves as soon as you get the chance. I have to share a room. That's how the challenge works. You'll be put into teams. Oh, I hate teams. Get up and sulk out. Okay, next up, Elvis. That's me out of the way, nerds. I'm wearing a smooth leather jacket. I got my hair coiffed, sunglasses on, cargo pants, socks with sandals. Okay, Mr. Elvis, it says that you're the champion of precarious balance. Yep, that's right. I don't know if you noticed, but I showed up on the dot. Like, not early, not late. Just in the middle. Could you explain a little bit what that power entails? Okay, so some people think that precarious balance is when you, like, set something on something and it's not going to fall down, but that's not what I'm about. I'm about when something might fall down and you don't know and you're watching it and, and, you know, it stays balanced regardless. Okay. Give me your pen. I'll show you. (sighs) Okay, here's a pen. Okay, I balance the pen on my finger and just kind of wobble it around and it looks like it's going to fall, but it doesn't. 
okay, that's an interesting trick, but we do like to see something usually a little bit more supernatural. Oh, well, I brought my own unicycle. Oh, well, go ahead. Okay, I set the pen down on the floor, and then I precariously balance the unicycle on the pen, and then I get up on the unicycle and crush the pen. Oh, interesting. Very dexterous. My poor pen. Yeah, there's a million where that came from. Hopefully. Okay, could you tell me something about yourself? Well, I'm Elvis, and I'm the champion of Precarious Balance. Yes, but could you tell me something about your personality, please? Oh, well, I've just barely got my act together. I have a home. Well, an apartment, really. But I haven't paid the electric bill in probably five years. Proud of that. But I do pay the rent, oftentimes just as late as my landlord will tolerate. Okay. Anything that you would say is defining as like a an emotional feature? Yeah, I'm pretty neutral on most things. Like I've tried drugs, but was kind of neutral on them. You know, done a little bit of crime, but didn't really go in for it. Worked in a lot of sectors, but yeah, never really quite fit in. Okay, I think I get it. So how's this interview going? You feel like, mm, not really sure if I'm going to get in? To be honest, yes. And I think that is why you'll get in. Okay, uh, here is your room key. Actually, no, you're perfect. Okay, you're going to love this. She gets out three t-shirts. She hands them to you, Elvis, and she says, All right, these have the competition logo on them. Small time champions. I want you to distribute these to your friends in this hotel room and also give them this coupon for free dining at the Chrysanthemum Charity Buffet. Oh, cool. I might give them this, I might not. That's exactly what we're hoping. Your friends should be in the hotel room. Best of luck. We'll let you know when the challenges begin. And okay, you guys go to your hotel rooms. Paul takes a shower, I guess. Lowry gets there just as Paul is finishing up the shower. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling, Clementine. Oh, my God. What is this? Burst out of the shower wearing a bathrobe. Oh, hey there, friend. You must be my teammate. Sorry about the singing. I don't get to shower very often, so I don't get to practice my scales. Say, I got a question for you. What do you think is more funny, washing yourself from head to toe or toe to head? I never thought about it till today. Do I have the right room? This can't be the right room. You're not my teammate. Well, I'm certainly not your grandmother, right? <laughs> what? I'm just listing things I ain't. You ain't making senses, what? Well, friend, making money isn't everything. You know, there's also happiness. Are you mentally deficient? I feel like that's more of a doctor kind of question. But officially, I've never been tested. Say, you want to try out the bathroom? They got water, hot and cold and everything. No, I think I'm good. I should probably have mentioned that when you walked into the room, there was a camera crew waiting for you, and they have got cameras pointed in your face for this entire interaction. What are you doing exactly? Could you get that out of my face? Oh, that's the camera crew. That guy behind the camera, that's Clive. And that's Phil there with the boom mic. They wave. Are you sleeping in here with us? Clive shakes his head no. No, we got our own room. Buddy, I like you a lot already. My name's Paul. Lowry. You seem like a smart fella. Tell you what, you be the brawn, I'll be the brains. Uh. Or the, the other way. Yeah, I was gonna so say. So whatever's going on, you just tell me what to do and I'll say yes, sir. Okay, please stop talking. Yes, sir, you got it, sir. Elvis, you arrive at the door. Okay, I've got on the t-shirts they gave me, but I've covered it up with my jacket. Oh, who's this? What now? You guys must be my teammates. I'm Elvis. I'm Paul, and this is Lowry. Lowry is the brains of the team. Probably should be the mouth, too. The guy's a real smooth criminal when it comes to words. The term is face? I don't think that's the right term. When I imagine someone being a face, I imagine them snatching faces. No, it's like they have their face at the front of the- never mind. Yes, sir, you got it, sir. Never mind. Wait, why is Lowry in charge? This man's a certified genius. Oh, really? Yeah, the man's a doctor and also a champion or something. Oh, 
Well, I don't know if I can be a part of this team, then. I'd really like our chances to be pretty much on the edge of a knife. Oh, well, in that case, you're in luck. I'm liable to screw up everything. Oh, perfect. Well, I'm looking forward to working with you, gentlemen. I'm the champion of precarious balance. Champion of microwave warped Tupperware. Smudged windows. You need a doctorate for smudged windows? I do not have a doctorate. Well, so you're so smart they're letting you do medicine without a doctorate. They do not. Oh. Well, you'll get back up on your feet. Sorry to hear about the loss of your practice. Oh, that reminds me. I got a free ticket to a buffet. A buffet? Yeah, it's owned by Chrysanthemum Charity. Wait, she owns a buffet? Evidently, yes. Well, this day just keeps getting better and better. Hotel rooms, showers, new friends. I knew things were looking up for me, but I didn't expect it to come together so quick. I wasn't sure if I was gonna go. Well, I sure as heck am. Come on, guys, let's go to the buffet. A uh, buffet, but they're not hygienic. But it's free, Fred, come on! I gather up the group and I usher us joyfully out the door. To the buffet! Turns out it's a huge buffet located down by the docks. It's in a really high traffic area of town. It must be making a killing. Oh, wow! It is the Chrysanthemum Charity Buffet! This place is high class for a buffet. Yeah, I bet the bacteria wears a top hat. Do you think so? That's some dang dapper bacteria. You know, at first I wasn't sure how to feel about this buffet thing, but I think it's growing on me. Yeah, just like the rash it's gonna give you. Oh boy, oh boy, I can't wait. I go inside. You go in and there's another film crew waiting for you. They watch you guys pick out your food. They look at what you grabbed. They ask you to say a few nice things about the buffet. Oh yeah, heck. I've eaten things out of dumpsters that look worse than this. I mean, not much worse. It's kind of like a dumpster if you think about it. I mean, all the trays are like little tiny dumpsters full of food that people may or may not eat. They say, thanks. Uh, moving on. I'm going to vomit into one of these trays and no one's going to know the difference. Uh, and how about you? you? You have a nice thing to say, right? Paul's homeless, so I assume he's like stacking up as much food as he can, right? Oh, you bet. Oh, here, let me help you out with that, Paul. Give me a second. I start stacking up food as high as it can go, and you keep thinking, oh my god, it's gonna fall over, but it never does. Just say when, buddy. Oh my god. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. This this is gonna be a lot of food. I'll eat all of it. It's a buffet. Oh, the film crews love this. They are glued to you while you're stacking up chicken drumsticks. I'm gonna sit off to the side and eat by myself. The food is legitimately good, Larry. It turns out that you're wrong. Sure. Good to an unrefined palate. This is the most delicious food I've ever eaten and stacked up so high. I stack up my tray too and then eat it in sections that defy gravity. You guys are drawing a crowd. A lot of people are watching you, paying attention. Hey everybody, my name's Paul. This is my team. We're all gonna win the big competition tomorrow. The camera guy goes, what's your team name gonna be, Paul? May as well call us the big losers. The big what? The big losers. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll take everybody's suggestions from the group and put it into a big old gumbo pot of ideas. So we'll start with the big, and then Elvis, how about you? Teetering. All right, and I got the gumbo pot, so we're gonna be the big teapot. Oh, but I said teetering. The big teetering pot. Actually, you know what? Teapot's better. Teapot's better. Yeah, I never heard of a teetering pot. The big teapot. That's our team name. <sighs> What's the matter, bud? You contributed. Nothing, it's just the big teapot. That's our name. That's our team name. It's a good name. No one else is going to take it. Because it's a terrible name. Larry, I get the sense that you don't really want to be here. Not after meeting you guys. I barely even wanted to come up here today at all. But I had nothing else going on. I assumed they'd throw me out at the door. But they didn't, buddy. And now you teamed up with us. How lucky can you be? You see how taking that little shot sometimes gets you up in the world? I'd rather take a tetanus shot. That's the spirit. And also good for your health. Tetanus is no joke. At the risk of not being impartial, maybe you should be a little more optimistic. I mean, you got in. You didn't think you would. 
Then you got a hotel room and free food, and it's good food too. Okay, fine. I guess the food is pretty good. Confidence can take you a long way. I bet this guy Paul's gonna win, and I barely know him. I got something in my mouth. Oh, it's a cockroach. Sorry, little guy. This food is mine now. Get out of here. And I'm done. The camera guy puts down his camera. We'll cut that. I'm ready to go. What time's the competition tomorrow? There's an orientation first, actually. Eight o'clock sharp. A.M. A.M.? Yeah, A.M. That's not that big of an ass. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna do A.M. I might do P.M. Hey, Guy Elvis, this will-they-won't-they thing you're doing with yourself seems a little one-note. Yeah, I've been thinking about giving it up, but yeah. Well, guys, I think I'm about to explode. I'm stuffed. So if you want to go back to the hotel and have some shut-eye, I'm all for it. Hey, Mason, were there more than two beds in the room? No, there were two beds. Oh, no. Okay, I call I call a bed. Great, I'll snuggle up with you, and Elvis can have the other one. Wait, oh, that's really uh, nice uh, of you I, guys. I knew I had a good uh, team. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Lowry. No problem. You guys head back to the hotel room and get to bed. There's some hassle. The camera crew wants to be sure you're actually going to bed. They've got to film everything that you say to each other. But once they're sure you're actually sleeping, they leave you alone. I sleep very precariously on the edge of the bed. Taking up basically no room. I snuggle up with Lowry as close as I can, and then I snore. (sighs) A tough first night. Your alarm rings in the morning, you all head downstairs, and you're directed to a conference room. 